Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of the quarantine of another shitty podcast. My name is Nick Graves. Pretty soon you're going to hear the one and only Trent Bruce. We do this every Thursday at noon on Instagram Live, and you can always catch us if you miss the show on anywhere podcasts are found, like iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. There's probably more, and I forgot them. We got a lot to get into, a lot of listener questions. We appreciate you guys. Happy holidays. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Well, I'm going back going home again. Well, I'm going back to my own again. I'm going back to my hometown. Won't put me out, won't let me down. Headed for Samba Doom. All the midnight oil, it was on the boil, and the boys were barreling through. And then it took a turn, but it hit the curb and spun off the center lane. And when I heard the crash, we were stomped to gas, and I was barreling on again. I leave a few people dead, but it got open road ahead. What's up, Trent? What's up, buddy? Happy December Kate, to you. Kate on already. Happy December to you. Happy December to Kate. Happy. Uh, what is this? Episode 30 of another shitty podcast? Episode 30 of the quarantine. Yeah, man. Which goes to show we've been in quarantine for 30 Too weeks, long. but like also, because we started doing this weeks into quarantine. More than so. Yeah. My mom's on here. Steph's on here. What's up? Nice little group. We uh, we took a week off, so we got a lot of a lot of catching up to do, man. We sure do. Took it off for good reason, by the way. If anyone's listening to this out of order, Thanksgiving just happened last Thursday. We record on Thursdays, but sometimes life gets in the way, and Thanksgiving is part of life, and it's an important part of life. As the one guaranteed Thursday, we Nick have and I off. will not. We will not be uh, podcasting. What's up, Sipka? The whole gang is here. Dude, uh, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you too, man. It's, um, it's another great day to be alive. It's a great day to be alive. <laughs> Speaking of country songs that make you feel good, how does that Osborne Brothers song go that you've been listening to? Or the brothers Osborne. Make it a, yeah. Make it a good one. Make it a good one. Hey, my mom's make on. Make it a good one. Something. Make it a long one. Make it a strong one. Something like that. It's a good. I can't stop listening to it. It's really good. Something Noe. 
Mama Grace is on. We've got a good little group today. Yeah. We you sure know what do. I like, Nick? Nick, that's been happening more recently over the past probably month or two. Christmas is we're music? Getting people... No, with the pod. We're... <laughs> We're getting people on here, like, right away. Yeah. That's pretty tight. So, th- thank you to you guys. That's great. Um, usually, we have people, like, peppering in throughout the hour, but uh, it's nice to have people on here, like, right away. Yeah. Um, well, hell, we don't need to keep anyone waiting anymore. You want to get into it? I sure do. We should probably start out with a little commercial, shouldn't we? Well, we should. What's up, Jose? Zone one movements here, baby. This week's episode, this week's episode of another shitty podcast is brought to you in part by Thick Boys Cookie Company. They just dropped another amazing batch, a four batch cookie flavoring for the holidays. And right now, if you go to Thick Boys Cookie Company on Instagram and order, you can use the promo code shitty. That's S H I T T Y. That's promo code SHITTY, and you can get 10% off your order. Thick Boys Cookie Company, we've been, we've been fucking with them for since their inception, so... Hey! I know that, I know that my, my aunt in Connecticut just ordered. We just placed an order. So get on that hol- holiday steez, get those flavors, and use promo code SHITTY, 10% off. Thick Boys Cookie Company. It saves you some money, it makes us look good, and uh, you get to swear with your promo code, so who doesn't like that? Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're a swearing podcast. <laughs> Check your... Uh... <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me, but it's just so funny because our family and our mothers listen to this regularly, so... I only pay full price. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> You're also more than welcome to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. Oh, man. Well, yeah, we have a promo code, dude. Yeah. How excellent is that? We're we're officially I a podcast now. We are, you know, Joe Rogan just signed a multi-million dollar deal with Spotify and moved to Texas. We're next. And I think I think we're number two. I think and we got a promo code. You know, so. it's uh, today it's Thick Boys Cookie Company. Next week it's gonna be Blue Apron or uh, Butcher Box. Traeger Grills. Traeger, Traeger Grills. Grills. Yeah. Or the uh, the, the um, Cash App. What's up, Ferris? Cash App. Just naming all the ones that sponsor dude, everybody. I want to be, <laughs> be I want to be sponsored by Bitcoin, dude. Let's get into that robot money. <laughs> Oh, I want the cloud to sponsor me. Let's get into that uh, that robot money, huh? Yeah, dude. That that real fake stuff. The stuff that literally doesn't exist. Get me in on that. Upload me. Oh, podcasters are essential. That's hilarious. I know that's not real, but that's, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, I don't have a job, but you know what? You can keep doing your shitty podcast. Mayor Garcetti. <laughs> middle, middle middle-aged white male, you can keep doing your podcast. Oh man. Oh, you got one more you um, got one more shout out. That's not a sponsorship. Oh. 
I don't believe that's real. I'm going to have to look that up. This, uh, this is funny. This woman keeps hitting me up about uh, an application. She wants to interview me for a marketing job. But get this. It's in fucking Ontario, California. Oh, not Canada. And it says, yeah, and it says in bold, this is not a remote job. So I would have to commute one hour one way for this job. She just hit me up again. And I'm like. But it's a social media job? It's like marketing. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't know why you couldn't, like, literally, that's the that's the type of job you you should be doing at home. It's like, oh, we're doing COVID uh, Zoom interviews, but you have to commute to Ontario. Maybe you're physically making the signs in person. Workshop. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a sign company. Maybe, maybe you're, Blake? Maybe you're going to be one of those guys on the corner spinning signs. You're a sign spinner. That's marketing. Oh, man. COVID, uh, I've reached my peak. I reached my dream job of being a sign spinner. Uh, we do have another shout out, Nicholas. Uh, Colby Groves, aka Creep Logic Music, um, buddy of uh, Elliot Jenkins, uh, lives in Texas. He makes his own beats, so he, he has a bunch of old vinyl and, um, you know, and finds a bunch of awesome instrumentation and makes his own beats out of it but he's doing a competition on twitch being sponsored by complex um tomorrow at four o'clock california time and so his music name is creep logic he's a white guy with glasses and a creepy mustache so just imagine nicholas with glasses um he's a great he's a great dude and his music's pretty good too um but yeah, man, he's he's on a Twitch competition for like beat makers, and he was saying a bunch of other people that have been on there are like dudes that have been in the producing game for like decades. So it's pretty crazy. Cool. Um, so if you guys aren't doing anything tomorrow at four o'clock California time, hop on Twitch Complex's Twitch and vote for him for Colby. Uh, what's up, Brandon? Um, yeah, I wanted to shout him out, man. Uh, that's awesome. So I'm going to have to sign up and get a Twitch account. Never thought I would use Twitch in my life, but here we are. 2020, baby. There you go, Boomer. <laughs> okay. All right, let's 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 get started with what's going on in our week, shall we? Yes, sir. What's, what's up, up with, with your week? week? What's, what's up, up with your week? week? What's up What's with your week? What's going on with your freaky deaky week? week. Yabish. Yeah, Yabish. Yeah, Trent! What's going on in your week? First and foremost, and if you want to tag team this topic, we, we can. Thanksgiving was last week. We did not podcast because we were giving thanks Lots of thanks were had. Um, I got to be with my wonderful girlfriend's family, uh, with Steph's family here in Los Angeles. We all got tested. We had a small group. But man, we did not have a small amount of food. We had a big amount of food. Um, Her older sister, Ashley, was in charge of cooking this year, and she did not disappoint. Made all the fixings, fixings, made the bird. 
And get this, Nicholas, hmm. last year at their family Thanksgiving, they did not have mashed potatoes. They just only had sweet potatoes. So you better believe for the the last entire year, I made a big fuss about it. <laughs> <laughs> because that's just absurd. It's un-American. Uh-huh. Um, you know what? Um, that's not what uh, our country was founded on. That's... Our country was founded on the, the original potato not... and the original starch. <laughs> when our fathers... And wrote so, the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> our founding fathers. Our fathers. And our fathers. Oh, our, our actual when fathers. Our, when our dads <laughs> made the Declaration of Independence, there's a reason they made the Third Amendment to mandate mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving dinner. So, you better believe we had some... Um, we had a... Garlic mashed potatoes, they were bomb. Cool. I ate a lot of them. I hope those sweet potatoes ended up Very... in the trash. Well, that was on my plate too, but that was that's like the pre dessert. Yeah, it's this you have your it's meal a segue to dessert. And then you have sweet potatoes and then you rest for about half hour to an hour, then you have the pie. Yeah. What's up, Jeff? Big Jeff Jackson in the house. What's up, brother Mike? Of the the glue of this country, that's right. What's up, Big Mike? Brothers on the pod. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so what else on Thanksgiving? It's been... Oh, man. It was great, man. You know, it was uh, different this year. You know, she has a big family, so last year uh, was the first time me meeting all the extended family. So, you know, that obviously that was a bummer. Um, but um, we made the best of it. We still have a lot to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. Still have, you know, our families and friends are very healthy. What's up, Owen? And, and um, you know, even with all the shit going on, um, we're safe. We're healthy. I've got this wonderful beard. <laughs> and... Um, you know, apparently, apparently, the Matrix Four is coming to HBO Max. Oh, so. happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> you know what I mean. So happy Thanksgiving. What about you, Nicholas? How was your what turkey? Else could you want? <laughs> um, my my Thanksgiving was was way low key compared to what it has been in the past. Um, no family for me, so I did pancakes and whiskey with. With Quincy, which has been a tradition we've done for at least five or six years, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Nick, Nick, let's clarify. Let's clarify something. You do not. You have a family. They just happen to not live in Los Angeles. That, yeah, that's correct. My family. Ex- you said exists. you said no family for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a family. In fact, a couple of them are watching right now. Um, no family in Los Angeles for me, and I didn't travel to them. So. I had I had whiskey and pancakes with Quincy in the morning. And that's a tradition we've been doing for six years. We usually watch the parade, but we didn't want to fuck around with that virtual parade this year. We boycotted yeah. out of principle. There you go. Not you not go. my Thanksgiving. <laughs> not not my America. <laughs> um, then uh, Quincy went his separate way to a, a friend's giving, and I made an elk meatloaf. 
played video games and, and went to bed. It was pretty low key. I think I smoked a black mile as well. Need... There... <laughs> exactly what our founding fathers would want. That's what Dad wanted <laughs> when he wrote the yeah. Declaration of Independence. You're gonna hate me for this one. Yeah. What if what if we started calling it our founding daddies? <laughs> You're right. I do hate you for that one. I do hate you for that one. Uh, <laughs> oh founding, my god! Our founding daddies. <laughs> when our founding daddies wrote. How did we not think about just that before? The, That's so good. Just call them the daddies. <laughs> when the daddies wrote the oh declaration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disgusted with my I'm disgusted with myself once again. <laughs> um what else is going on with my week, man? Um So we did uh, our family movie night, that was great. Mm. Uh, it was my mom's week to pick. And my mom, uh, I think she's still on here, she loves um, the classic actor Sam Elliott. I think she, because she's always just had a crush on him. How can you not with a mustache and, like uh, that? And, uh, you know, beef, it's what's for dinner. That's all I got to say. Beef, it's what's for um, dinner. It's what's for dinner. Uh, and so it was her time to pick a movie and there's a new one that came out a couple of years ago called The Hero and uh, it got picked for Sundance and it got picked for uh, South By mm-hmm. but it's basically uh, kind of portraying his own life it's about an old western actor at the end of his life and career um, and kind of him dealing with his own mortality um, so I thought it was a good film on Hulu, but it was not a. <laughs> I don't think mom watched the trailer. I think she just saw that it was Sam Elliott. And was like, this is cool, because it was a sad movie. It was a very, <laughs> very sad movie. Oh man. Um. But Nick Offerman was in it too. That was cool. Oh, cool. Um, Another great mustache. Yeah, man. Another great mustache. Um. But yeah, so this week's movie, which is one of those movies that has been, for some reason, flew under the radar all these years. Um, an Oscar favorite, Million Dollar Baby. I'm going to watch Million Dollar Baby this week. So I've never, I have never seen that one, so I'm very excited to watch that one. I'm sure at this point, you know what happens in the movie though, right? Okay. No, don't say anything. All right. Yeah. Hey. No. Well, there's a, yeah. there's a baby that is <laughs> that is <laughs> that wins the lottery <laughs> on a scratcher ticket <laughs> that they give a million dollars to. It's like babies. It's like babies day out. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and there's three dads running around <laughs> trying to catch this baby in New York City because it's worth a million dollars. <laughs> and it's spilling, spending all this money. <laughs> And then the baby fights Mike fights Mike Tyson. The baby fights Mike Tyson in a boxing match. There's there's three daddies going around. (laughs) (laughs) The founding fathers' daddies' day. Oh wait, the the founding daddies' day out. (laughs) 
It's a it's a, the founding daddies. It's, it's set in the the late 1700s. It's it's like the Oregon Trail. They they uh they lose the baby on the Oregon Trail. Oh my god! Enjoy the movie, dude. Oh man. Oh, we're we're off the rails today, dude. Um. Also, <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, dude, I am 16 days away from my road trip for Christmas. <clears throat> I'm very excited about that. Um, Steph and I decided um, I really wanted to, to be home for the, the holidays and really wanted uh, Steph to meet the family. And so we decided it's safe to drive. And so we're doing, I'm doing the big fucking cross country drive again, dude. Hell yeah. And uh, all of us are very, very excited. And so mostly when I go home now for the holidays, we pretty much just stay inside anyways and eat, drink, be merry, play a bunch of games, talk a bunch of shit, watch Home Alone. Sounds like family uh, stuff. Enjoy family time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're very, very excited. Um, Stopping in Albuquerque. Stop number one. You gonna go to the L? And you gonna go to the fucking uh, the El Rancho, whatever it is. We might have to get yeah. We might have to get a photo, and then um, and then Tulsa and then St. Louis. So we kind of wanted to break it up to so we weren't ex, you know completely dead once we got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited, man. It's gonna be a great time. Yeah, it'll be great. You're gonna take. Is that that is a different route than the first trip, right? Because you did a lot more camping. You're not going to do any camping this time. Well, the f- hell no, <laughs> not during the winter. Um, this this is just the quickest route on the southern route home, um, and so uh, last time we kind of zigzagged, hitting a bunch of parks on the way back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this we're just doing the qu- the quickest route, so. Um, yeah, man. I think that's pretty much all I got on my docket. We got D&D tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That, did you forget? That came back. No, I did not. I did not forget. Um, but I'm excited. Oh, nice, yeah. I think Shano's going home for Christmas. Nice. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, D&D tonight, and then... Pretty much chill. I mean, do we want to get into transitioning to your week, and do we want to talk about the stay-at-home order, or just we want to get get around that? We can touch on it. Um, what's up with my week? Thanksgiving. We already talked about that. But yeah, there's a new stay-at-home order in the city of Los Angeles because they decided that eating outside now is too dangerous. So all restaurants are closed everywhere. In, in all capacities except for to-go orders. Um, Pasadena said fuck you to the county of Los Angeles, and Beverly Hills just did the same thing. West Hollywood is... What's happening with all that? To my knowledge, they, they've essentially voted that without a... without showing cause, you don't have the ability to shut down these restaurants, so... They're opening back up in Beverly Hills, and they're already still open in 
in Pasadena. Oh, they got the go ahead. I, to my knowledge, yeah. Or they're um, just they're just doing it. Here's the thing: it's they can just do it. They they can because it is a mandate, and it's not a law. So there's there's a, a difference there. However, the health department is in control of shit, so they can still shut down a restaurant. So that's why we don't do it. But having because we're technically West Hollywood, our restaurant. Um, but the city council or whatever, the restaurant board or whatever the fuck in Beverly Hills voted against it two days ago and Pasadena voted against it immediately. So they're, they should be ready to rock. Um, the city of Los Angeles did a vote on Tuesday that basically what it was is it was like a hearing and basically what was established in that hearing to my knowledge is that is that restaurants have a case in court if they choose to go to court against the city for shutting us down <clears throat> which we already knew so Tuesday honestly is kind of like just kicking it was you know it, it was telling us something we already knew um, but a whole bunch of restaurants more and, of the same yeah a whole bunch of restaurants and and, empl- and employees are like either without money or on very little money right now. So there's a whole lot of petitions yep. going around and <clears throat> different pieces of litigation being started. So I really encourage anybody who has a friend that works in a restaurant out here, which is probably all of you, um, to yep. to uh, try to get on board with this because people are losing their livelihoods straight up. It's already tough to live in this town and now for no reason at all. A lot of people aren't able to make any money. So what's up, Pat? That is that's a what's big up, thing. What's up, Christina? Um, you yeah. you and I and Tiham had cigars uh, two weeks ago almost, and that was a fucking good old time over at Tiham's place. Just yes, it just was sitting and talking and and everything. Probably the most eventful thing that happened is like an explosion <laughs> somewhere, like a mile away, and we never. Do we? We still don't know what it is. Um, yeah, there was a loud boom, and then well, there was a bunch of sirens and helicopters to be beforehand too. Yeah, it could have been like a transformer going off. It could have been, yeah. I don't know, but a car blowing up. I don't know, but it was loud. Yeah, it was because it was probably about a mile away, and we heard it so clearly, and then smoke, and but we never found out what that was. <laughs> we googled it, dude. Hollywood is just. I feel like Hollywood is just always loud. Yeah. Always. Just wild. Hey, that's why they call it the Wild West. That's why. You live you live right smack dab in the middle of all that. Sure do. So that was cool. Um, shout out to super fan of the show, Lolo Jones. She's our biggest fan. She watches all the time. Regretfully, we never get her on. But shout out to Lolo Jones. She made the United States Winter uh, Olympic team for bobsled. So we're all really stoked for her. I know she's super stoked for our podcast, just always. She's just she's just so busy. Whenever she wants to do the podcast, you know what? Lolo Jones, you're totally welcome. You know, she's she's busy a lot of times. Sometimes we're the busy most of the time we're the busy ones. We just have too much going on to really fit her into the schedule. Yeah. As much as we'd love to. But we can still say congratulations to her. Michigan State beat Michigan in football four weeks ago. Ah! 
That's important. Uh, no, always be Nick's going to be writing that one out. Nick's going to be writing this one out the rest of the year. Yep. Uh, Michigan State also beat Duke two days ago in basketball. And boy, does that feel good. Fuck Duke. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Fuck Duke, man. That feels good. <laughs> We're, we are 3-12 and 12 against them in my lifetime. But two out of the last three years we've won. So fuck them. Fuck Duke. The Hunt for the Wilder People, guys. This is a movie on Netflix by Taika Waititi, the best director alive right now. Um, I still need to watch it, It is bro. absolutely fantastic. Cannot recommend... Um, cannot recommend highly enough that you, that you watch it. It's super fun. If I tell you anything about it, it'll give away the movie. So I can't. Just it's uh, uh, it's just a really good movie. Um, and I guess technically a father son movie. It's a really good movie. And maybe I just gave some stuff away. Um, apartments. <laughs> apartments in the city of Los Angeles. I'm finding out are still not dropping in price. I think the the word on the street is that they are, but they're really kind of not. I've checked out a couple really bad apartments, and they want damn near two grand for them. So that is the state of Los Angeles, or the city of Los Angeles, the Man. state of the city of Los Angeles, Man. and 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 how rent is done here. My theory on it personally, and this could be way off. It's definitely a jaded theory, but my theory on it is that um, landlords have price gouged citizens of the city for so goddamn long oh yeah that they are just if you if you've owned a a building for a decade or two which most of them have you're just sitting on a lot of cash so it doesn't you're not in any kind of rush to drop the price and get someone in these apartments because you've been charging double the mortgage on 10 to 100 apartments depending on your building size for decades so if you if yeah. you played it right, you've got quite a bit of cash stacked up, and you can let that apartment sit, and and you know not have to fill it, not have to drop that price. So hopefully it starts dropping because your boy wants to I be mean, moving. A bunch of people, yeah, a bunch of people I know are are moving. They're moving out of town too. Yeah, people are uh, are leaving. They are leaving. It, it's just you know, <clears throat> with the work the way it is, and and. A lot of work being remote for who knows how long. Um, I think for a lot of people, why spend an ass ton of money for a tiny apartment Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles? Yeah. So Luckily, I've got a good setup here, uh, so I'm not in any kind of rush to leave. Um, Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where, you know, I'm 30. I'd like to live alone. At this point, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I think, I think, <laughs> oh, I yes. think you catch that vibe. I think you understand my... my... Uh, yes. Yes. Mark me down for a yes. <clears throat> um, and Lana that's Bello, yeah. That is all I've got for what's going on in my week. We've got a couple listener questions we could get to. We do. <clears throat> Mm-mm-mm. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get to listener questions, though, we do have to get a weather report from Trent Bruce, so we're going to send it outside to Trent Bruce for this week's and 1st of December weather report. How's it looking outside, Trent? 
Uh, Nick, are you there in the studio? Yeah, yeah, I think there's a little bit of a delay going on with the uh, with the studio and where you are in the field, but yes, I'm here. Okay, I can I can hear you a little better, Nick. Well, uh, this is Trent Bruce live with the weather report here in Los Angeles, California. I'm outside with the weather, and you know the weather. Um, I'm not saying a bunch, but they're pretty content and pretty happy and nice and warm, about 70 during the day and nice and chilly at night. So you can use that comforter. You can grab an extra blanket. And, you know, if you like to sleep with socks on, this is a time to sleep with socks on. I can't do the socks on my feet in bed. Makes me feel weird. Makes me feel constricted. Um, I like to be loosey-goosey uh, with, with no socks in the bed. But, man, um, this is about the same as it was uh, last week. It'll probably be the same for the next couple months. You know what? That's why rent is a gazillion dollars. It's because it is nice all the time. And I was cutting diamonds the other day. It was a little chilly. A little breeze came by. That's the weather report, Nicholas. Thank you, Trent Bruce, for that fantastic weather report. No one does the weather like Trent Bruce, and we love him for it. And also, it's <laughs> diamond cutting season, guys. Time to get loosey-goosey in Los Angeles. Now it's time for some listener questions. This is the segment of the show where we answer listener questions, only the hardest hitting of the questions from our listeners answered honestly by two experts one of them's named Trent Bruce the other one's named Nick Grace let's go baby kick us off my friend um all right this is actually a question I wrote to you Nicholas that's so funny <laughs> whoa Nick Nick Grace what is your favorite Christmas dessert I had to think about this and because I don't think you can just count anything that's a dessert that you can have any other time of the year. So something that is a favorite Christmas dessert of mine that I never have outside of Christmas time for some reason is those um, they're 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 peppermint Oreo balls. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. I do it without the peppermint. I don't like. I really don't care for the mint. Uh-huh. I like mint. I like mint in my toothpaste. And I like mint in my gum. I don't like to eat the mint. Mm. So I just do the straight up Oreo. They're like cake balls. Yeah, they're fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, Those, that's my go-to. I would say for a strictly Christmas. It's literally, dessert. cream cheese, ground up Oreos, rolled into a ball, dipped in chocolate, and then thrown in the freezer. Amazing. What is? What's your favorite? I think you have a, a, a listener question right below there. Well, well, you answer you answer this question, and then we'll get to that other question. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite Christmas dessert? Uh, I do like Oreo balls or cake balls, um, but I think my favorite, it's uh, 1A and 1B. My grandma makes homemade uh, from scratch. She makes her famous chocolate fudge, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then also a family tradition that's been a few generations is uh, my grams, my great grandma would make what's called brown bread. And essentially it's almost like a, almost like a carrot cake or like a spice bread. Um, but it's with, uh, I believe, um, 
almonds and raisins and it's got like a little spice to it but um we cook it it's cooked in an old like this is a midwest thing for sure an old uh aluminum can it's like you take like a big can of like i don't know green beans or or a bean you know baked bean and you clean out the, the the can and you cook it you just sit you put all, everything in the can and you just put that in the oven like that and so when it comes out it's in a cylinder and uh, you cut it and slice it so they're like oh shit that was bad <laughs> you cut it you cut it in slices and it's like a circular slice uh, I usually toast it and put some butter on it and have it for breakfast mm. um, yeah I should bring you back some I don't I can't believe I have never had you try it when you when you travel uh, with those do you just leave it in the can the can becomes the yeah or we or we wrap it with foil. Mm. Cool. We're getting Damn, your brother's firing on all cylinders. <laughs> your Mike's firing on all cylinders here. Mike has had his coffee, and the kids must be down for a nap because he is just throwing questions <laughs> over here. My brother Mike says, "Hey Nick, who's your favorite brother?" It's close one. I do have to go with my brother Mike, although <laughs> Tex the dog, we do call him a brother. He's he's pretty close second because he's a dog. Close second. And those are man's best friends. Close second. But my brother does win that one. He also says, um, and I'll ask this to you, Trent. Does anyone actually get coal in their stocking? I hope not. I hope I hope if you're a smart kid, you wise up, and you're you're if you were naughty for a while, you're nice right before Christmas because you don't want coal in that stocking. I've never gotten coal in my stocking. I, I was a good kid. I'm still am a good kid, for the most part. Mm. You did you ever get coal? I don't know. Well, I never got coal, but you know what happened one time? My mom managed to find like this bubble gum that was shaped like coal. It was some sort of gimmick gift. And when we were kids, mm-hmm. we used gimmick. to, yeah, we used to get these, it was, it was like a pack of little tiny black gums, like pieces of gum that looked like coal, but great story, Nick. Um, what's your favorite Christmas beer, Trent? <laughs> oh man. I don't know if I have a particular beer. I'm pretty sure I gave you Cole last year. I think he, Shane probably did. Uh, I mean, I like Guinness. Guinness is nice, but that's a year-round thing. But I'll also drink that on Christmas. I don't think I have a particular, like, I have to drink this beer on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but I would go the stout route. Stouts and maybe a brown ale. Um I'm imagining that... Uh, what about you, Nicholas? Well, I'm just thinking in my mind, because that's where you think. Oh, I've had the Shiner one. The Shiner is good. Yeah? Yep. I feel like a, a peppermint... Mm, Christmas beer is good. I feel like a candy cane with a with a Guinness would be pretty da- would be pretty tasty. You know what? I, w- I just said I didn't like mint. I would try that. Yeah. I would try that. But as far as Christmas beers go, uh, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't really have anything off the top of my head. I got a couple, yeah, porters. I got a couple questions down here that people have been submitting here live. Yeah. Mark Sipka says, uh, we've had this question a few times now, but we'll we'll lump it all in here. Um, I said it, um, Mark said it, and I believe uh, Kelsey McCafferty is asking it as well. Best Christmas gift you got as a kid? And also we loop in worst Christmas gift. 
And also we'll loop in weirdest Christmas gift. Mm. Best Christmas gift as a kid. Off the top of my head is this remote control car I had that you could run into walls and it would scrunch up. And then you could press a button and it would pop back out. Oh, dude. I had a remote control car called, I think it was like, was Tyco the brand? T-Y-C-O? I think so, yeah. Or is that the name of the car? No, I think that's, yeah. It was either, so the car was two wheels in the front and it narrowed, almost like a triangle. Two small wheels and then it got fatter and then two big wheels. But it was it was really fucking fast. But the cool thing was, at any moment, you could stop on a dime and it would flip. And then the big wheels would be in the front and the little oh, wheels would be in the back. I remember that. And then you could flip it and then and it hit it off walls and it would, and it, would, it was like indestructible. It was awesome. My brother had one that and was then, built the same as you, but it was, uh, I think it was called the Tantrum. And the front wheels were could go 360 on an axle. So like you could... You could like fucking sidewind that thing. That was cool. I think I think the coolest one I had was another RC toy. Um, it was a remote control robot and it was called Rad 2.0. I don't know if you remember Rad 2.0, but it was advertised a lot at like Toys R Us and it um, had little claws and it had um, almost like the treading like a bulldozer has for its wheels. Yeah. And it had like a little tray right here and it had its arms. Uh-huh. And then right in its chest, it had three little like Nerf missiles. <laughs> and then it had a function. It had a function with the remote control that you could talk and it would talk through the robot. So like I would drive it in the kitchen and be like, you know, can I have a soda and put a Pepsi on the like the little tray and then you know, drive it over to my grandma or something. So it's like a, um, it's like a robot servant slash also military because <laughs> it's, it's got missiles on it. It was awesome. So like you drive it into the kitchen, it was awesome. ask for a soda. If they say no, you launch missiles. Fire the missiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also had an RC. What's up, an man, RC, right? uh, uh, R2-D2. That was awesome. Ooh. Um, cool. And you can't go, and you can't really go wrong, man. With I think my first console ever was a Sega Genesis. Ooh. I remember that was like a big deal. Um, I remember it being a big deal when our neighbor got. We weren't video games when we were little, but, uh, but but uh, <laughs> when our neighbor got an N sixty four, it was huge. It was almost like we got one. Everyone was so excited. Um, <clears throat> one cool gift I remember that was like a custom thing. Uh, my grandpa did a lot of like woodwork. He made when I was young, probably like seven to ten. He made um, what's up, Carson? My own, my own like treasure treasure chest, and had like a lock in there, oh, yeah? so I could put all my like collectibles in there. Yeah, right. it's like my baseball cards and stuff in there. And the handles, get this, the handles on the side of the chest mm-hmm. were the letter T. For Trent, but T also served as a handle. Nice, that's cool. Um, yeah, man, I, I you know, I'm, I think I'm spoiled rotten. I got a lot of cool Christmas gifts. Um, so then, so then, what was your least favorite? Mm, least favorite. Uh, I, I know what mine was. I I talked about this on the last one go, of the other podcasts. Was go ahead. 
I got, I think I was like around 10 years old and I got suckered in by an infomercial for a, Oh yes, a vacuum yes. called the shark. And I was just like, this thing is fucking <laughs> awesome. And I convinced my mom to buy it for me for Christmas. It was, uh, oh, we got the circle of death for Nicholas. Oh, we're good. Um, oh, you're back. So I got a fucking vacuum for Christmas. <laughs> Never used it because I was ten. <laughs> that was, that was I, I can't believe I put my mom through that, but that was my worst one. Um, I think I would the worst gift. It would always be like when you would get like that sweater or like that piece of clothing from like one of your older relatives that was not your size at all like you would be like a size smaller medium when you were a kid yeah and someone would give you like an extra large like sweater and you're like what am i gonna do with this <laughs> so you'd always have to do the like the, like thank you so much yeah <laughs> you know and like your your uh, sister just yeah. opened up a fucking remote control car you're like, oh, it's great. <laughs> she, she got a whole, like, she got, like, a whole Barbie, like, fun house and, like, you know, a whole to-do. And I'm like, oh, thanks for this sweater that is the size of a blanket. Yeah, you'll grow into it. Yeah, exactly. You'll grow into it. Um, what's your weirdest Christmas gift? Oh, excluding the vacuum? <laughs> I think that's probably the weirdest. That, that can be That can be both. <laughs> that's probably the yeah, weirdest that can be both. <laughs> I, I, I never heard of a kid wanting a vacuum for a gift. Yeah, that's probably the weirdest one. I'll go with that. Um, I think I've mentioned this already. My grandma gets on a kick while she'll buy random stuff off of QVC and get us all an item. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the hell are you doing, grandma? And uh, so I told mom, I was like, just tell her this year, like, we don't need any, like, be nice, but like, please don't order any random tchotchkes or gimmicks from qvc so like we got like a pineapple decorer one year and i only used it one time yeah and it and it worked but like when <laughs> the hell am i gonna have an when the hell am i gonna have an entire pineapple that i need a decorer that i take a core out of a pineapple yeah you know so that was pretty weird um <laughs> Grandma does. Grandma does usually very good, and then there's always one that we're all like, we look at each other, and then we laugh about it later, and it's like, and then we all go, oh, bless her heart, bless her heart. Oh, bless her heart. Um, Trent Bruce, what is the best and worst Christmas movie, and the most overrated? Okay. I think the best Christmas movie of all time. What's up, Darius? Um, uh, Darius is a phenomenal comic. He is fucking hilarious. Um, Side note. (laughs) I think best Christmas movie for me, I think, has to be Home Alone. And I... I think you can loop one and two in together. I think they're both phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, worst Christmas movie? Man, that's hard. Because um, I love Christmas movies. Um, can I just say anything that Hallmark has put out? 
That's that's too generic. Yeah, that's like a hundred movies. Um, hmm. Do you have a best Ooh. Christmas movie? Mike's calling shots at a classic. Brother Mike says. Wait, is he saying that's best? Is that best or I worst? I think he's saying worst. I think he's saying worst. My my favorite. I think the the best Christmas movie of all time is Love Actually. I will fight somebody if they disagree. Oh my God, Nick! It is the best Christmas movie of all time. Once I put this edit together, we're gonna use some Love Actually songs throughout this podcast for everyone to listen back to because I am God and I can control this podcast. <laughs> That's the best one. I mean, and then. Do you have a most overrated? Most overrated? The Grinch. Or... What's Grinch? The Jim Carrey one. Really? Oh, I like the, I like the Jim Carrey one. I don't not like it. I love like the it. animated one, too. I don't not like it, but I think it's very overrated. I think it's extremely overrated. Did you say what your worst is? Worst Christmas movie. I don't know if I have a worst. I will say I've not seen it, but I'm going to say Santa's Sleigh, starring... Goldberg. With Goldberg. <laughs> Starring Goldberg. That's probably the worst I'm going to say that, too. That's... I'm going to say that, too. What if my brother just said, fuck you? I'm going say... <laughs> to say most overrated. Um, Man. Um, man, I like them all. This is hard. And I wrote this question. Like overrated. Stupid. Another one that comes to mind for me that's overrated is Elf. I think people, I think Elf is a good movie, but I think people think it's the best, and it's not. It's I like not Elf even. a lot. I like Elf a lot. Um, but don't even come at me with that that being the best. If someone's saying that's the best, I'll agree with you. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. It's good. Um. All right. We kind of half-assed that answer because that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really know. Um, I got a couple other questions that people submitted right here. If each of you, this is from Jeff Jackson. If each of you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? Um, I would. This is stealing from my brother's fake made-up name, but I would change my name to Aloysius McGillicuddy. So that way, <laughs> so. I'd, I'd go by Aloysius McGillicuddy Grace. My brother invented that name for what himself. Is what is that from? <laughs> my, I don't know. Oh I God. think my brother just invented that name for himself when he was a kid. I think he just, he decided when he was like 10 maybe that that was his real name and that everyone was just calling him Mike instead. And so... Uh, hilarious. He would just go around saying his name was Aloysius McGillicuddy. That's hilarious. So that's I'd change my name too. I think I would change my name to. Uh, oh, I would I guess, change my full name. I guess our. I guess our. I guess Dad said that. That I don't know. Dad came up with. Oh, it. Okay. I think I would change my full name to Michael Jordan Bruce. Michael Jordan Bruce. <laughs> my first name is Michael Jordan hyphenated. Okay, so the story is. I guess. I guess my dad convinced my brother. That his real name was Aloysius McGillicuddy <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of Mike. Oh God, what a cool dad! Founding daddy. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get that. Oh my God, we'll get to that a little later, uh, Mac. Um, all right. Um, let's. 
We've got a lot of questions we need to get to here. Yeah, we do. Your cousin Joe asks you on a scale of 1 to 10, why is Sturgill Simpson's Sound and Fury animated movie a 12? Sometimes you can't really quantify in words, but it is worth a 12 because it's absolutely fantastic, badass, gory, beautiful. The soundtrack is amazing. The only part I don't like about the about the movie, which I think you've seen as well, is the uh, the live action song, just because it takes me out of the anime part. Yeah, yes. But it is phenomenal, and it's hype too. You can you can listen to that album that and crazy... watch it and get like stoked. It's that is a that is a crazy movie. Sure is. Um, it's on Netflix. Kate Caitlin is asking you a question, Nick. Mm-hmm. Can you please bring back Apocalyptic Fits? The world needs more of it, Nick. I should bring back Apocalyptic Fits. I'm sorry, guys. I just get caught up doing other things. I spread myself too thin, <laughs> but that is... Like trying to keep a roof over your trying head. Trying to keep a roof over my head. Um, that does take more time out of my day than I wish it did because I'm a bad editor, but it is fun to do, so I, I should do more Apocalyptic Fits because they are really fun. And we're still in a quarantine, so nothing's really changed <laughs> since I started those. Yeah. Um, your dad asked you mm-hmm. about Michigan State basketball. What's your season prediction? How do you see the team finishing? What's up, um, the season prediction, we're going to drop some games we have no business dropping because that's just the way that basketball goes. And um, I think we're probably going to finish the season with four or five losses, which is fantastic given that it's a weird year. We're going to win the Big Ten. I do think we're going to do that. If we don't win the Big Ten, it'll be because every team that we've beaten so far, like Duke and Notre Dame, is apparently not as good as everyone thought they were. Um, But I think that Mm -hmm. they are very good, and I think that we're very good as well. So I think we're going to win the Big Ten. I don't know how an NCAA tournament's going to work because they canceled it last year. Maybe they'll bubble it like they did for the NBA. And if that's the case, I I like our squad on a neutral court because it's a neutral court. Every game is a neutral court now. I like our squad on a neutral court against anybody, at least thus far. So I don't want to say national champs because (laughs) there's been a a bunch of years in the last 10 years where I think we should have been national champs and it never works out. So I won't say that, but I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine and we'll win the the Big Ten Conference, which will will be good. And then um, your boy Jeremy Sless Mm. is saying... Talk about the series that y'all are going to make. Jeremy and I are going to try to make a series. We've talked about it very little, but while we're here for the holidays, we want to do something. So I thought it would be a really cool idea to have two two characters who cannot die. And similar to, if you've ever seen Good (laughs) Omens, um, which is a fantastic show on Amazon, so good. Um, but similar to that in which, in which two characters cannot die, but yet they're just around and, and living their life. And I think that could be really fun, especially considering nobody's outside right now anyway. And it's about to be the holidays and even less people will be outside. So I think it could be really fun to, to shoot something. Um, here's a question for you coming to you from a super special someone. Why are you such a babe, Trent Bruce? That's from Stephanie Marks. I'm just blessed. I got good DNA. God bless. 
I'm 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 too blessed to be stressed. Good skin. Good beard, nice hair. Look at this. Look at these eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Look at these guns. I'm just blessed. Divine. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, oh, here's one from Caitlin again. If you could know the absolute truth to one question, what would it be? Whoa. Um, wow, that's a tough one, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, my gut instinct is I want to go with the alien question. Like I want to, I want to, I just want to know. But then I'm like, do I want to know where we came from? Do I want to know that? Um, <clears throat> or do I want to know why LeBron James got casted and, and why they're making Space Jam 2? Um... Illuminati. Do I want to know why Michael Jordan's not going to... Why isn't he suiting up and playing for the Hornets this year? That'd be hilarious. I think if I had one question, I want to know about extra intelligent beings. Yeah? Out in the many other galaxies. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's yours? I don't think I would want to know for certain if there was or if there wasn't a god or how the world started or any i don't think i'd want to know the answer to those big questions because i don't know how it would affect what the human experience would be like because i think that's like something that's inherent in all of us and it it affects how we go about our day to day and if i were to know i think you would just she would just be weird Okay. I don't. I wouldn't want that. So if I had to know the absolute answer to one question, fuck. It is a is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I'll go with that. I gotta know. No, no, you can't do that. No, you gotta have a real one. Okay, come on. Um, fuck. All right. Absolute answer to a question. That's an intense one. Yeah. Um. I would, I would, I would kind of want to, I would want to know what is my, what's my purpose? Not like what's the meaning of life, but like what is, what is, what's my (laughs) purpose, you know? (laughs) Did OJ do it? <laughs> Did OJ do it? I would not. I would not waste my question on that shit. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. This Caitlin, like, yeah. Well, we already know the answer to that. That's 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 what I would say. All right, nice. Here's our last listener question, I believe. Right, right here. Uh-huh. This is our last one. I believe from, so. From Thick Boys Cookie Company. So. The better dream match, Goldberg versus SCSA, HBK Stone Cold Steve versus, Austin. Oh, okay. Goldberg versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Or who's HBK? Shawn Michaels. Or Shawn Michaels versus Daniel Bryan. Or Hogan versus John Cena. It's 
It's a great question from Chris McCafferty and Thick Boys Cookie Company. Just a reminder, if you're tuning in now, uh, they dropped their Christmas holiday cookie batch today. If you use promo code SHITTY, you get 10% off. Had to do the plug. Love the plug. And we have a promo code. That's exciting. So, dream match. We all know what Hogan and Cena would be. It'd be a lot of walking around the ring. It'd be a lot of them both doing their gestures, a lot of lockups. Five knuckle shuffle, the leg drop. I don't really care about that. Shawn Michaels versus Daniel Bryan would be very interesting. They both are similar but different. Shawn is Mr. WrestleMania. He's the showstopper. He would put on a great, phenomenal match, tell a great story. Same with Daniel Bryan. Um, very technical, um, but is can really... Um, pair well with pretty much anyone. But I would have to go with in their prime, I think a Stone Cold Goldberg feud in the heyday of the Monday Night Wars mm-hmm. would be pretty awesome. Because Goldberg couldn't just spear or jackhammer Austin. Like they would actually have to put on a match, but I think I think the energy in that room would be at the heyday. If it was like ninety eight, ninety nine, hell, even two thousand, that would be crazy. Um, so I'm gonna go with that one. What what could have been? But yeah, uh, and then since we did have a question, even though we're we have wrestling later, but uh, Mac did ask, is Sting going to wrestle in AEW? Because he just premiered last night. He surprised the wrestling world. Sting is 61, 62 years old, and he's all beat to hell. Um, I think if he puts on a match, it will be very minimal. He's not going to take a bunch of bumps. Um, But I think he's mostly going to be like the dark shadow in the corners, like ruining finishes and kind of like his old gimmick, kind of like uh, the guy in the shadows or in the rafters, kind of like the Punisher. You know, people are going to be screwing people over. There's going to be a lot of wrongs that need to be correct, need to be right, and he'll be he'll be the enforcer, if you will. Um, I don't see him fighting a lot. He's old as hell. But that was that was pretty crazy. I was watching that live last night, and Sting showed up at. All elite wrestling. That was crazy. Sting. Um, all right, Nick. What else we got here? Thank you guys for all your questions. We had a lot of good questions. Yeah, a whole lot of a whole lot of really good, 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 good oh, questions. Let me uh, let me send it over to you if you're ready for this week in basketball. Let's do it. Trade season in the NBA. We just had a big old trade. James Hart, or, uh, James Hart, almost fucked that up. Uh, Russell Westbrook (laughs) and John Wall just got traded. So Russell Westbrook is going to Washington, D.C. to play for the Wizards. And John Wall is going to Houston to play for the Rockets. If... What's your two cents on that, dude? If no other moves get made, I would say the Rockets have won this trade. Because John Wall, while he does average less assists than Russell Westbrook, 
he actually does pass the ball in a meaningful way. And he's they both dance though. They both dance. Um Isn't that is that the John Wall? Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it yeah. Um he passes the, he <laughs> he passes the rock in a meaningful way and James Harden needs to be the focus of that offense because he's as much as we don't like the style of basketball he plays, he's uh he's unstoppable as far as getting points is concerned. He cannot be stopped. He just fills the bucket up in well, two ways, but he does it. Wall hasn't played in two years? Yeah. John Wall has not played in two years. So what that means to me is that even more so, he's going to be willing to dish the rock to someone like James Harden. And less is going to be required of him on offense. So I think it's a better trade for Houston. And most importantly, because they got rid of Russ. And that doesn't mean that Russell's a bad basketball player. He's a fantastic basketball player, but he's not a, a winner because the style that he plays is yeah. extremely selfish. And it did not work with James Harden because James Harden's style of ball, of playing is also selfish. Um, so I Russell Russell Westbrook uh, during the playoffs just doing laps. Yeah, getting his getting his cardio in. Yeah. So him him on on Washington. I don't think it's a good fit because Bradley Beal is an all-star on that squad and he's not going to expect he's not going to get the rock anymore. So yeah. I I I think that I was talking to Brandon about this earlier today. Brandon said he gives it 10 games before there's some sort of thing about a fight or an argument between those two. And I 100% oh, agree. I think Bradley Beal um, now that John Wall's gone, and John Wall was his best friend by all accounts, now that John Wall's gone, if I'm Bradley Beal and they just got Russell Westbrook, I would ask to be traded. I would, I would want out. Not to say that Russell's a bad person; he's a great person by all accounts, but he's just awful to play with, also by all accounts. So, <laughs> so that was the biggest trade that happened. Mark Gasol and Montrez Harrell are now both Lakers. Um, Javale McGee and Dwight Howard are gone. I'm not sure it's necessarily a big step up because Marcus Gasol's getting pretty old and Montrez yeah. Harrell, I, I I think I think Montrez is a, was a great fit as a six man. I don't know how he would fit as more of a actual you know as 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 an actual needed threat on offense. I I don't see that being the case. So I don't know that they improved that much other than they just got slightly younger because Trez is the youngest of the four of the people I just named. Um, mm-hmm. And lastly in basketball, or actually not lastly in basketball, I just wanted to also remind everybody, I said this again, but I'll say it one more time, Michigan State beat Duke in basketball and Duke can go fuck themselves. Back to the NBA, of course. <laughs> the Pistons... Making the fucking the fantastic moves that they are known to do forever, traded away Christian Wood, a very very good up and coming basketball player for a hill of beans, got nothing in return for him, and then they made the genius decision of signing Leangelo Ball to the team. I did not see that. Holy shit! The Detroit Pistons what? are so fucking stupid. They continue to trade away the best players that are not named Derrick Rose or Blake Griffin. Anybody else who shows any sort of promise, they trade them away for nothing, like they did with with Drummond last year. And then they just signed uh, Leangelo Ball. 
who's the worst of the Ball Brothers, and the Ball Brothers, as a reminder to you guys, are not very good. They have a very loud dad, yeah, but they're not very good. They have a very overpriced uh, Kmart sneaker. Yes. They have a $400 shoe that falls apart in 10 days. But this is also the same team that offered J. Cole a tryout simply because he said, I want to play in the NBA. So, yeah, shut the fuck up. Really out. fucking Detroit. hard to be a Detroit Pistons fan right now. A um, couple things here. Uh, Max reminded us Chris Paul did go to Phoenix. I think that could be a That's right. good duo there. I don't see how Phoenix. it makes I don't see how it makes Phoenix any better because they traded away youth and picks again. So it seems like a very lateral move to me. But he is there. That is that is true. That is true. And then uh, Noe asked, "What do you think about the extension LeBron got? Overpaid or no?" Oh, um, no, I don't think he's. I don't think he's overpaid. He's the second or third best basketball player in the history of the league. So yeah. there's there's no overpaying a guy like that. I think in much bigger news, they've locked up AD. Today, they locked up AD for five years and $190 million. And that's huge. That makes him essentially a Laker for the rest of his career. Or less the rest of his, um, or at least the peak of his career. So that's huge for them. That's huge for him. And that's huge for Bron, because Bron's going to be there for at least another two years, but the way he's aging, he could be there for another fucking ten years. And so those guys will stay together. So. Do, you think they get, do you think they get one, two more chips during those years? Clay Thompson getting hurt doesn't help my case, so they, they probably will get another championship. Unfortunately for me, they probably will get another <laughs> championship. But my team's not doing anything to stop them, so... What the fuck ever. If you're a Lakers fan, you're really happy. They got slightly younger and locked in the two best players in the league currently and the two yeah. best players um, on their squad for the next two-plus years. So if you're a Lakers fan, you're fucking stoked. They just got to get someone who can shoot the basketball. Yep. That's all they got to do. That's this week in basketball. I'm going to send it over to Trent Bruce for this week in wrestling. Badass. Just gonna listen to this the whole song. <laughs> Badass. Alright. What the fuck Anyways, was that? That was awesome, is what it was. Alright. Uh, that was uh, this week in wrestling, the icon. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> the icon Sting, uh-huh. 61-year-old Sting, showed up on All Elite Wrestling last night. Uh-huh. So they were promoting... <clears throat> the reason I was watching live last night... Uh, usually I catch the uh, the highlights, but I wanted to watch live because the main event was John Moxley versus Kenny Omega for the title. And that's been the match everyone's wanted to see. Moxley's been the champ for way too long, and we wanted to see a mix-up. So I was tuning in, and 
they promoted this week as winter is coming. That was like all the graphics and imagery. It was like this whole snowy, icy uh, kind of like marketing and design. Mm-hmm. And during, um, there was a tag match. Um, and it was Taz's team. And then uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen. And uh, copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, it went completely black. The lights slowly came up. There was all this fake snow. And then Sting's name came across the screen. And then he walked out. And uh, my roommate had to text me to make sure I was okay. Um, I know what it is. Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> My roommate had to text me because I was screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God. He, he goes, dude, are you okay? <laughs> and even though he's old and even though he's probably not going to put on any crazy matches. What's up, Craigs? How are you, Craigs Craig? LA. Phenomenal, phenomenal food. Um, anywho, great service as well. Um, great mustache as well right here. Um yeah, man, he came out, and I, I felt like I was like a kid again. Uh, so I don't think he's going to put on any crazy matches because he's 61 years old. Um, but I think they'll hopefully they weave him in the story where he's kind of like this menace or like protector or like, you know, the bad guys don't get away with things on his watch, you know. Uh, so we'll see. He'll, if, if he does any matches, he's not going to take any crazy bumps, you know. Mm. He'll... Uh, Come in, do a couple punches, maybe do his moves, and then call it good. Um, on another note, uh, sad note, uh, wrestling legend uh, Pat Patterson passed away the other day. Um, another old-timer, another legend in the industry. Um, yeah, man, he, he was acclaimed as the first intercontinental champion. They had a, a fun little program with that in the 90s. Um, and then apparently, which I didn't know, I found out, um, he was the one that came up with the idea for the, in my opinion, besides WrestleMania, the best event of the year, the Royal Rumble was his idea. Mm. Um, that's the one where people keep joining in every minute, right? And that was his idea. That one is fun. Um, and, uh, he was just a mentor, a coach, an all around, uh, great spirit for the guys and gals in the back. And, uh, you know, was uh, Vince McMahon's right, one of his right-hand men for the last 20, 30 years. Um, so, it's crazy, man. So, yeah, that was that was a hard one. Um, other AEW news. Kenny Omega did beat John Moxley last night, but there was a weird finish. Um, the promoter of Impact Wrestling... Um, I believe formerly TNA Wrestling, Don Callis was there, and they did a weird finish where they threw him the microphone. Kenny hit John in the face with the microphone. He's all bloody, did his finishing move, won the title. They ran out of the building and basically said, we'll see you on Tuesday. And they're like, what's that? And they're like, we'll see you at Impact Wrestling on Tuesday. So now there's some possible cross-branding of talent moving Basically taking their title and going to be on impact. So behind the scenes, there's obviously some kind of contract or TV deal there. Was there some sort of but act- the way that they're was that were they just really actually just throwing out an acronym? 
saying see you next Tuesday? Oh, ah, that's hilarious. I'm, but I'm also um, like kind of no. serious. Were they saying see you next? No, the 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 impact uh, program is on Tuesday. Oh, okay. And so basically, Kenny's going to take his um, the AEW title to Impact, and so there's going to be drama there. Okay. Um, what else? Um, NXT War Games is this Sunday. That's very exciting. That's the old WCW event where they, they brought back, Nick, where you have two rings next to each other, and then you have a steel cage around the rings. Mm-hmm. And it's four on four, and every so often a new member comes in. Um, so it can get pretty chaotic, and there can be some pretty fun spots. Isn't that the, the, um, sh- the show where uh, What's-His-Face dropped him from the top? Somebody dropped mankind um, well, they've done, they, from the fucking top. That was that was a hell in a cell match at King of the Ring. Oh, um, a long time ago. Okay. But Never mind. similar, kind of a similar structure. A steel cage is a, is a cell without a roof. Oh, okay. it's just the sides. Yeah. Um, and then I finally watched a documentary called "You Cannot Kill David Arquette." Um, for wrestling fans, it is a very good watch. Um, for non-wrestling fans, David Arquette was apparently going to be the, one of the next big Hollywood male actors. And then he had a couple weird choices and then did this wrestling stunt and no one took him seriously. And also wrestling fans absolutely hated him and it was ultimately the, the demise, the beginning of the demise of WCW because that a 150 pound Hollywood actor came in and won the world's title, which is the most prized possession. And so it took the believability out of the title. Um, it made it a it made it a joke. Well, that's the whole point of it, right? Yeah. We, you buy into yeah. you buy into, you know, the big guy or, or the 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 best wrestler yeah. holds the title, and this you know joke of a guy came in and, and won it. So this whole documentary takes place over the past couple of years, and him sharing how he's a diehard wrestling fan. And that was why he did it. And he still is trying to make amends with the wrestling community and wrestlers. A lot of people hate him. And so this documentary is about how he's trying to fix that. And then he actually was doing some indie matches around town. And um, Yeah, he did I got, bar I got wrestling, right? Yeah, we got to see him at the Bootleg Theater. Um, Shane was with me. Um, that, was, that was a trip, dude. And he's crazy. They were doing some crazy shit. Like breaking... Uh, fluorescent light bulbs over his head um crazy shit dude mm. um it is streaming it's on amazon video for like four bucks to rent mac um definitely worth the watch mm. um i would i would rewatch it at some point too um but yeah that is this week in wrestling uh, i'm gonna send it to nick for this week in hip-hop and we're gonna wrap the show up too That's got to be the most iconic intro song in the history of Theme TV, song. right? Yes. That is it has to be. the Fresh Prince Bel-Air. Didn't even really need to tell you that. But they did a reunion. I believe it was on HBO Max. I don't even remember where the fuck I watched it. Yes. But I did watch it. And boy, is it good. 
and there's some um, there's some parts Man, in that. I got choked up. Yup. There's some there's some emotional parts in that show, and you forget how much that show played a part in your growing up, and if you're around the age that we are, um, or even just yeah. a little bit older, and you used to watch. You know, they would. By the time we were old enough to really kind of watch it, it was off the air. But they would always do like the double. It was like nine o'clock in the morning, and then at nine thirty they'd have the back to backs of the Fresh Prince, and they do it again later at night. So we grew up on that shit, and boy, was it it was emotional hearing some of the stories, especially when they talked about Uncle Phil and James Avery. That's what got me the, the, the most. The Uncle Phil got me, mm-hmm. and then the Aunt Viv thing. The Aunt Viv thing The controversial got me too. Aunt Viv thing. Yeah. Uh, but man, Uncle Phil, that wrecked me, dude. I was like... He was... And to realize, like, you know, they were such a tight-knit crew and such a you know not only on camera family but they really did bond and you could tell um what a what a fun way to do a show yeah and also to have important messages you know about uh family and the struggles of african americans in america and just over time and they did it so well and they did it um Always with love and humor, but with great intention. And it was cool to see, like, the warm-up. Because, you know, Will's a rapper. Yeah. And so he would get the crowd all, like, riled up. And, like, it looked like a party. Like, the taping looked like a party. Yeah. Um, man, I miss I miss that. I miss TV like that. And um, what a cool thing. I, I'm glad they did the reunion like that. And had them actually just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Rather than a fucking reboot. All these fucking reboots, man. Although the Save by the Bell bullshit, I don't want that. We'd be remiss if nobody after wants you, this shit. After you mentioned that, we'd be remiss to to not acknowledge that they are doing a reboot. And it's a, not with them. Not with them, but the Fresh Prince of Bel Air as a drama, they are. Oh, that's so stupid. Sure, it is. I know that's so it's stupid. fucking stupid. It, it really is, but. They, I will not watch one second of they it. They think there's money to be made. I bet you they're going to be proven pretty wrong because the first one was a classic, and you can't, you cannot improve upon classics. We've seen that shit with all these Disney remakes. You could put garbage, trash. You could put fucking trash. Beyonce in your live action Lion King, but nobody cares because the first one was the trash. real one. That's just how it's going. Trash. So I highly recommend everybody go go watch that. You said it's on HBO Max, right? Correct. Cool. That is our episode. Trent, you want to take us out of Guys, here? Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another shitty podcast. Um, this is episode 30 of the uh, quarantine edition. We go live every Thursday here on Instagram, um, noon California time. And we appreciate you guys tuning in, hanging out with us even longer today. Uh, we had a lot of great listener questions. We wish you guys very happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah, man, this is going to be, you know, a tough holiday, but I hope everyone gets, whether it's in person or FaceTime or whatever, good quality time with their loved ones and family. And stay safe, please, for the love of God. Wear a fucking mask. Wash your hands. Don't be around people when you don't need to. Don't be an idiot. That should be the slogan. 
don't be an idiot. But yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. We had a, this was a great, um, great episode. And Lolo Jones, sorry we didn't have time for you today. Um, but hopefully next week we'll have her on the, on the pod. We'll see. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Love you. We'll see you later.